Good evening, Patriots. I'm Praying Medic. It is Tuesday, November 24th, and this is my nightly news update. Thank you for joining me on the broadcast. I normally broadcast live on CloudHub Channel 115 at 6 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. A uh, little fly in the ointment right now. CloudHub is looking for a new hosting service. Uh, they'll be back soon. Right now you can get my broadcasts on prayingmedic.com uh, forward slash blog. And then also the videos are available on Rumble. Uh, I got a little bit of election news to get you caught up on tonight. It's primarily what I'm focusing on. A lot of information coming out about lawsuits and various legal uh, <laughs> moves that are being made regarding the election. I'm going to get you caught up on all of that. Let's get started by talking about my latest book, Great Awakening. Great Awakening is the second book in the Q Chronicle series covering the posts by the anonymous intelligence insider known as Q. I cover uh, a lot of different subjects in this book. Uh, some of the subjects that are covered, the one that you might find interesting right now is uh, actually Q has had a lot to say about censorship. Uh, not only censorship, but the unknown purpose for Facebook and YouTube and Twitter, what they're really all about. They're not actually, they weren't created to give us a, a place to share information with our friends. Uh, there is a, there's a, a nefarious agenda behind the creation of social media. And uh, that is covered actually in the, in the chapter, Deep Dream, Jason Bourne. Uh, the book, Great Awakening, is available currently on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. All right, election news. We're going to start in Minnesota. Yes, there is election news out of Minnesota. Uh, you probably weren't expecting that, but uh, Minnesota lawmakers have filed a lawsuit to stop certification of the election results in the state of Minnesota. We've got re three Republican lawmakers who are who brought a lawsuit against the Secretary of State, Steve Simon. They say that he has illegally altered Minnesota's election laws. Uh, his office issued unlawful consent decrees that greatly affected the rules that govern absentee ballots and who can assist people at the polls. To circumvent the Minnesota legislature and unilaterally change election law is entirely unconstitutional. This abuse of power must be addressed. And that is actually the root of a, a number of lawsuits that are going on right now. Uh, the consent decrees made by a governor or a, or a secretary of state is generally going to be in contravention of state election laws. Uh, most, almost all states give uh, election laws completely to, uh, complete discretion to the legislature. So when the secretary of state or governor makes uh, a ruling on that, uh, you know, it can be challenged. So the <laughs> results are being challenged in Minnesota. All right, in Wisconsin, uh, a group has filed an emergency petition in Wisconsin identifying 150,000 potentially fraudulent ballots. All right, so this uh, lawsuit is being brought by the Thomas More Society. Thomas More Society is actually a very good group. Uh, if you're looking for, if you have some money and you want to help a good law firm uh, that does good work, you might want to check out Thomas More. Uh, society's Amistad Project. They are, they've filed a lawsuit challenging the election results. 
They say that we've identified over 150,000 potentially fraudulent ballots in Wisconsin. Specifically, they found that uh, more than 10,000 Republican ballots, ballots were not counted, and more than 10,000 GOP voters who had their ballots requested and filled in by someone other than themselves. They also believe they found around 100,000 illegal ballots that were counted anyway. That has to do with, I believe, um, absentee ballots with no application on file. In Wisconsin, you have to fill out an application and sign for it to get an absentee ballot. And I believe there are about 60,000 ballots in Milwaukee County and about 40,000 ballots in Dane County that they believe uh, do not have applications on file. And if there's no application on file, then it's, it's probably an illegal ballot. So that is the challenge going on in Wisconsin. Moving to Georgia. Uh, so Lynn Wood is working on a case in Georgia. Uh, his case is moving through the, the court system. He filed a subpoena in one of his courts, and he is asking for, he's seeking records, uh, recordings, video recordings, I believe, taken between midnight November 3rd and midnight November 5th. The request calls for recordings taken in and around room 604. This is in the State Farm Arena where the, the elections, uh, the, the ballots and everything were being uh, counted, tabulated. So he believes that there was some hanky-panky going on. He is going to subpoena all of the records, specifically room 604, elevators that provide access to the floor where that room is located, and all loading docks in the area. So... Uh, and this is uh, what he tweeted out. Would someone ask my never-to-be friend, Brad Raffensperger, Secretary of State, Georgia, if he's seen this tape of election fraud at State Farm Arena? Several people have seen it. Many more will see it soon. Video camera eye does not lie. How do you spell election fraud? So also from Linwood, we've got this. Um, he posted this today on Twitter. I've worked closely with Sidney Powell and others in, over recent weeks. The lawsuit Sydney will be filing tomorrow in Georgia speaks truth. Enemies of America will deny its allegations. Do not believe them. Believe Sydney and me. We love America and freedom. Our enemies do not. So Sydney uh, Powell was on Lou Dobbs this afternoon, uh, about an hour ago, and she, this is how she explained the current situation with election-related lawsuits. We were expecting perhaps your suit would be filed to yesterday or today. When shall we expect the, your lawsuit? Well, I think uh, no later than tomorrow. Uh, it's just going to be, it's, it's a massive document. And it's going to have a lot of exhibits. And, and, uh, and who will be the defendant or defendants? Uh, the defendants are going to be folks in Georgia who are responsible for uh, supposedly making sure the elections in Georgia are done properly. And there are just countless incidents of voter fraud and election fraud writ large in Georgia. In Georgia, are you planning any other suits beyond Georgia? Yes, we are. We'll be rolling them out as fast as we possibly can because it, it, it affected right. the entire country, actually. We even have an affidavit now from a, a, a distant state 
that's done by the one of the election officials in the state telling us all the things that person witnessed as being wrong there. So it, it was it was nationwide. Well, the the number of affidavits is voluminous now. The eyewitnesses are considerable. Uh, your your thoughts now about what will be the impact and can it be adjudicated uh, in such a way as to meet all of the uh, the deadlines that are uh, that are forced upon you? That is December eighth, December fourteenth. Uh, give us your sense of the timing and the urgency of of getting this to resolution. Yes, well, obviously it couldn't be more urgent. But yes, the time deadlines should be able to be met, and the evidence is so overwhelming, it's almost as though they they were so blatant about it, they expected us to catch it, and you know maybe it's a diversion from something else that's going on. I don't know. There's no way there was anything but widespread election fraud here. We've got one witness that says in Arizona at least there were 35,000 votes added to every Democratic candidate just to start their voting off. It's like getting your $500 of Monopoly money to begin with when you haven't done anything. And it was only for Democrats. Um, do you think that we're going to see the Trump presidency saved? Yes, I definitely do. There are there's no issue in my mind but that he was elected in an absolute landslide nationwide. All right, so Sydney seems pretty confident that she is going to expose widespread election fraud. And again, her uh, representation, she is not representing the Trump campaign. She is representing the American people. And uh, you can support her financially. Just go to her Twitter page. Or uh, there is a link, I think, in my yesterday's uh, broadcast to... If you want to support her financially, I'm sure she would greatly appreciate that. I don't know what other states Sydney is planning on bringing lawsuits in. Could be Arizona. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if we get more information and, and when those are filed. Also, yesterday, Jordan Seculo announced that they were going to be filing a lawsuit in Georgia, either Monday or Tuesday. I've been looking on Twitter, following Jordan Seculo, and looking for news on that. I haven't found any news yet on their filing. I believe that is going to be in conjunction with the Trump campaign, and that is going to be a completely different issue. Trump campaign is primarily looking at 14th Amendment violations, uh, right to due process, and uh, equal treatment. So let's we'll see how that goes. All right, let's move to Michigan. Uh, interesting development in Michigan. So there are two... Supreme Court justices in the state of Michigan urged a lower court to move quickly and meaningfully to assess the allegations of voter fraud in an order that they issued yesterday. Now, that issue here is um, th there's an appeal of a case and the, the judges denied the appeal. However, that's not the end of the case. Um, the, the state's highest court, Supreme Court, uh, ruled to deny the appeal and disagreed with the lawsuit's premise that an audit should take. This was that they were one of the things they were asking for was an audit of the vote before the certification. So the Supreme Court denied that because the certification has already happened. However, they did like the, the Supreme Court justices did acknowledge 
the presence of troubling and serious allegations of fraud and irregularities. It also noted that the plaintiffs presented evidence to substantiate their allegations, including uh, in support of claims that ballots were counted from voters whose names are not on poll books, and that instructions are given by election officials to disobey election laws and regulations. So, essentially, the two Supreme Court justices are telling the lower court, make a quick ruling on this because we need to get this on a fast-track time frame so they can make a ruling on it. So, uh, I'm going to be watching that case, and if any further developments um, come out in the next you know, week or so, I'll, I'll let you know. Also in Michigan, there is a, a third-party lawsuit, Constantino versus De Detroit, that is on appeal before the Michigan Supreme Court. The plaintiffs in that lawsuit are seeking to block the certification and demand either an audit or a new election. I'm not sure how they're going to handle that because the state has already certified the vote, but that case is on appeal. All right. Uh, moving to Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania's governor announced this morning that the state had certified their election results. Not, not huge news. We kind of anticipated that. However, there are a lot of lawsuits pending in Pennsylvania right now. So the Trump campaign and various Republicans have nine active lawsuits in Pennsylvania right now. Uh, that's more than all other states combined. The major case is Trump versus Bukvar. Bukvar is the Pennsylvania Secretary of State. That case was dismissed by the federal judge on November 21st. The campaign appealed it. It is going before the Third Circuit Court of Appeals. I think we'll hear from them fairly soon. They have to get this case heard quickly. Uh, let's see. Also, there is a new lawsuit filed by a GOP lawmaker and other congressional candidates over the weekend in Kelly versus Pennsylvania. That suit uh, is seeking to block either the certification of the election results or to exclude mail-in ballots. Those would be ballots that uh, probably were received after November 3rd and may have been uh, backdated. So that's a pending case. There are other cases here that uh, are seeking to have thrown out uh, smaller amounts of ballots. Like I said, all those cases are pending. We'll have to see how it goes. And when we get news on that, I'll give you the update. All right, moving to Nevada. So the Nevada Supreme Court uh, approved the state's canvas of the 2020 election. Again, just kind of a routine process. And um, what's interesting in Nevada is that there are four active cases ongoing right now by Republicans. One of the challenges is backed by the Trump campaign, and that is Law versus Whitmer. It's actually brought by uh, electors who uh, essentially it's it, who have been. Uh, delegated to support Trump and the cases against electors for Biden. In that lawsuit, uh, it's essentially widespread voter fraud. They're, they claim that 15,000 people who voted in Nevada also voted in other states. There are three other lawsuits uh, brought by Republican candidates for office. They're challenging the use of ballot machines. Now, in that case with the electors, um, an associate of Sidney Powell, Jesse Benall, is the attorney representing in that case. And uh, in, in that case, they're trying to get as many as 40,000 ballots disqualified. This just came in. I saw this on Twitter from Josh Gerstein. He's uh, with Politico. Carson City, Nevada judge has set a date for that hearing. Uh, it's going to be 
December 3rd at uh, looks like 1.30 p.m. They're going to allow 15 depositions for each side between now and then. And like I said, the attorney is uh, Jesse Benal. He's a friend of Sidney Powell's. Uh, I believe Jesse is also helping on the Flynn case. Uh, and we just got this in from Jenna Ellis. So the states of Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Michigan, the legislatures, are going to hold public hearings regarding the election. So Republicans control the legislatures in Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Michigan. And I'm just going to read this uh, for you here. Trump campaign team announced that state legislatures in Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Michigan will hold public hearings on the election beginning tomorrow and next week in an effort to provide confidence that all legal votes have been counted and the illegal votes have not been counted in the election. The first hearing held in Pennsylvania uh, State Senate will be tomorrow. That'll be Wednesday, November 25th in Gettysburg, uh, where each participating senator will give a five-minute opening statement, followed by testimony from witnesses who have filed affidavits attesting to 2020 election fraud. Tomorrow's hearing will also feature a presentation from Rudy Giuliani. And then on Monday, the 30th, Arizona legislature is going to hold an open hearing, followed by Michigan uh, legislature that will be on December 1st, the next day. That'll be Tuesday. So if you live in one of those states and you want to go to a live <laughs> uh, Senate hearing on elections, that is, uh, that is what's going on in the next week. I found this uh, on Twitter this afternoon. Emerald Robinson, she's with Newsmax, said she has talked with Fox News Insider and the panic there is very real. This has to do with... Um, <laughs> There's a shuffle going on now in, in philosophy since uh, a lot of the mainstream media is assuming that Joe Biden or they're pushing the narrative that Joe Biden is going to be the next president. So a lot of media companies are pushing this and uh, people like me are pushing back. I don't believe Joe Biden is going to be president. So there's this turmoil going on inside of Fox News where I'm sure uh, the board, which Paul Ryan is a member of the board, they're pushing the Fox anchors and news people to support Biden. And of course, uh, Fox is, gonna, is, is very quickly losing its conservative base. So Emma Robinson continued here. If you support Trump, you're dead with management. If you support Joe Biden, you're dead with your audience. So they've got a decision to make here. If Fox is going to continue... Uh, reaching the conservative base, they're going to have to support Trump, but that's a very unpopular thing in the media right now. Of course, uh, Trump supporters are Trump supporters. They're, <laughs> they're not going to have Joe Biden. And so Fox is taking a hit for that. J.D. Rucker from the Knock Report confirmed, this matches what I've heard from the inside. Morale at Fox is lower than it's ever been. Resumes are being sent out like crazy. The bosses keep saying the storm will pass, but you can't you can tell they don't believe it themselves. And he says, One American News and Newsmax are hiring. And in our last news for the day, the Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, crossed over the 30,000 uh, threshold today. The index closed at 454 points higher on the day, primarily on news about uh, COVID vaccines. So that is the news for today. Um, like I said, I'm just going to be doing election news mostly until we get all this stuff figured out. Uh, tomorrow, it looks like there will be a bunch of lawsuits filed 
if we get a look at those suits, I'll be bringing you an update on what those uh, lawsuits look like tomorrow. In the meantime, uh, this would be a really good time to be praying. There's a lot of people who are scared, a lot of people who are frightened. They're listening to the mainstream media news, which is telling them that Joe Biden is going to be their next president. By the way, that little uh, issue with the Government Services Administration and releasing a little bit of money for the Biden transition team, that doesn't mean that the government has acknowledged that Joe Biden is going to be the president. It was a decision made by the administrator. She decided, you know what, we're going to free up some money for uh, Biden administration for their, for their transition team to start working. Uh, president Trump said last night he is not going to concede a rigged election. He's not going to concede, and I believe the president has, he's holding all the cards. He is, uh, he, there's a reason why Mike Pompeo and a lot of Trump's cabinet members are not even talking about conceding or transitioning. They know what's coming. Mainstream media keeps pushing this narrative. Don't buy it. I believe President Trump is going to remain the president. I believe he's going to be inaugurated for a second term on January 20th. Like I said, this is a good time to be in prayer. Uh, not and not. We don't want to be praying out of anxiety or fear. I mean, if you're, if you're having anxiety and fear, uh, praying is certainly a good thing. Denise and I listened to a uh, the live stream of Dutch Sheets over in Peoria last night. It was very encouraging. Got a lot of good prophetic revelation out of that. But this is a good time to be in prayer. Uh, God works through His people when we agree with His plans. So. <laughs> make declarations. Whatever your method of prayer is, whether you're declaring or petitioning or supplication or going into the courts of heaven, uh, whatever your method of prayer is, do your method of prayer. This is a really important time. We all need to be praying for the country, praying for President Trump's legal team, praying for President Trump himself. Uh, if this message has blessed you, you might want to support me on Subscribestar. Link to my Subscribestar page is in the description box, as well as a link to my book, Great Awakening. That is all I have for you tonight. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, roughly, I don't know, 5 or 6 uh, Central. I'll have it up on the website and on Rumble. Love you all. Take care. Catch you on the next broadcast.